Dear Princess Celestia, Today we learned about Coachella for Horses, Secret Nephews, Ponyville Urgent Care, and a couple of gals being pals. Saddle up, every pony. It's showtime. Every pony, welcome to Friendship is Content, a podcast where a new fan and an old brony watch and review every single episode of Friendship is Magic. My name is Emily. And I am Echo. And we watched three episodes. Yeah, so last time we watched uh, Friendship is Magic Part 1 and 2, the introductory episodes. Uh, and today we watched Ticketmaster, Apple Book Season, and Griffin the Brush Off. Because, honestly... These don't need their own. These don't need their own episode. They're pretty slow. They're They're pretty slow. slow. They're uh, they're like character pieces rather than like actual whole, you know, like, like for the story stuff later on, we'll like cover it more than just one at a time. But for now, we're just doing a couple little couple like three, three or four or two or three episodes at a time. Yeah, they're out self-contained. Special episodes, of course, will get their own shindig but yes (laughs) exactly there's not that much going on here (laughs) y'all no we thought we were gonna have a lot more notes than we did at least i didn't have as much for uh griffin the brush off as i thought i would yeah we i I think we fully expected we're like okay we'll have nothing to say about the first two and then lots to say about griffin the brush off and it was pretty much the opposite (laughs) it was the exact opposite for me i have like very very few notes for griffin the brush off we're going to start with the Ticketmaster, of course. Yeah, let's get right into it. Because that is uh, the first of the three that we watched, the third episode in the series. How do you want to handle synopsis. this? You want to just, you want to plot synopsis real fast? Yeah, break, break uh, it down for us. So Twilight is given... I hope you're holding on to your... Yeah, get ready for Don't these Don't stand riveting... up, because here comes a really insane pro- uh, plot that'll just yeah. blow you away. Yeah, these are some pretty riveting uh, plot synopses. Uh, Very high concept. The Ticketmaster, episode three, we go from, uh, you know, like an apocalypse with Princess Luna to uh, Twilight Sparkle now has two tickets to the Grand Galloping Gala given to her by Princess Celestia. Uh, and she has to figure out which one of her friends to give it to. Because that's hey, this is crazy. Episode. She has more than two friends. Yeah, she does have more than I think, honestly, that's on Celestia for like not. Like, the whole thing is like, oh, I'm going to send you down to Ponyville, and, like, you made all these friends, and, like, it's the elements of harmony. So she's aware of all of them individually, but she's like, no, I'm just going to give you, I'm just going to give it one. Yeah, Celestia's definitely aware. It's like, hey, Twilight, I know you're really close to these uh, five friends and your magic mailbox, but here's a funny, here's two tickets. I don't know. That's all I have. Yeah, here's here's two. That's that's all. That's enough, right? Yeah. You've got, there's Pinky, and... That's it, right? You, you got yeah, Celeste, that's Celeste all. Celestia's like, I know the pink one. I don't remember the <laughs> others. Uh, but yeah, so the main crux of the conflict is she has to figure out which one to give the ticket to because they all have such good reasons, like how they Applejack don't. wants they to don't go. Have all such good reasons. Applejack wants to go and set up a little pie stand at this party uh, to make money. 
uh, Rarity wants to find a husband. <laughs> uh, apparently. Guess. Well, we'll get that. We'll, we'll, we'll go in order, I think. We'll... Okay, so Rainbow Dash let's, wants yeah, let's, to let's um, impress the Wonderbolts. To, as you as know, she's often known to want. Yeah, as she's wont to do. She'll like go in and she'll be like, look how cool I am. And they're like, wow, we have to have you. And then uh, Pinkie Pie loves parties and it's like the biggest party that's like in the party. Equestria. Yeah, it's the yeah. party. It's oh yeah, Coachella should we talk about horses. what the gala... <laughs> Coachella for horses. Yeah, it's Coachella for horses. Yeah, I guess. Uh, should we talk about what the gala is? Uh, in a second. Because uh, I'm just going to finish real fast. Rarity, again, wants to uh, find a husband. I have I have notes on this. I have extensive oh, I, notes on this Oh, boy, do we have notes part. about this. <laughs> and then Fluttershy wants to see all the animals in the garden. That's all. Uh, That's the gala, all. like you were saying, is... It's just a big party. I don't really know what... Like, it's, it's something that goes on annually, but I'm not really sure what, like, the purpose of it is. Is it just a gala? I mean, spoiler alert, we will see the gala later on in this right. very season. Um, I think it's just, like, a fancy shindig. Like, it doesn't seem like it has yeah. any, like, cultural importance. It's just like, yeah. wow... This is this is the place to be. They, I mean, they keep it pretty vague. Even in this episode, they're like, oh, the gala. That's the, as Pinky says, the best place for me. Uh, for Pinky. Yeah, it's the best it's place just, for Pinky. Yeah, it, I don't know. It just seems seems like a looks like it. Maybe it seems like a little highbrow, like where there's like ballrooms and costumes, like very much so. Um, right. Yeah. Unlike the Summer Sun Festival, which was like like you said, like has like cultural significance, and that it is. The raising of the sun, it is sort of a, like, New Year celebration where you stay up throughout the night and watch the sunrise kind of thing. This yeah. is sort of just, this is, that is on the mythological side of uh, Celestia being a god queen. And this is on the, like, political, yeah. almost legislat- legislative side. Yeah, legislative. I never consider it like that. Yeah, it seems like a, <clears throat> just like a, a get together of, of the highbrows, yes. the Maybe like the maybe like an Oscar party or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, similar to that. It's like a like you said, it's like a shindig. Um, which also, which I think is interesting because I I think about how we've just gone to know Twilight and she's she's only just now realizing that friendship is not just magic but content. Um, uh, why why is she interested? She's like really excited. I was like, wow, tickets for the gala, and I'm just like. Girl, you're you were shown like twenty minutes ago to hate any sort of social gathering. Like, I'm kind of surprised Twilight wants to go as much as she does. You know, the interesting thing about that point is she doesn't. She, all of the other characters, all the other main six, have been shown f- to have very clear and concise goals. Which I also like that it sort of like builds on the character development we see in the first episode, where it's like, oh, these are sort of their core values. Yeah, definitely another good like this is what the main six is about. Yes, um, I think I think we should go like probably into our breakdown each one more thoroughly because I have a lot yeah. to say about each ones. But uh, but I don't think like Twilight is the only one without a goal and like true to her element of harmony. Like the only reason she really wants to go is to go with her friends and like in the end of the episode, uh, which I'm just gonna skip ahead. She tells Princess Celestia, like, I'm not going to go unless all my friends can go. Uh, And Princess Celestia sends her all the tickets. Like, she just straight up literally doesn't want to go because the point of the party for her is the friendship and is be spending time with the people that she knows. 
Yeah, that's that's fair. But I just I thought it was kind of jarring. It's like, oh, this big so like I'm not a party person. I I have a very low social threshold, so I'm just like I don't I don't know if I'd want to go to the gala. Um, Honestly, but yeah, let's honestly let's let's break it down. Let's go in order. So we first of all we we meet Applejack. She's you know tending to the farm. That's how the episode starts. Mm -hmm, Uh, And like like you said, Applejack wants to go. She's so stoked about potentially going to the gala. Uh, because she could make a lot of money. At first, you're like, oh, okay, whatever. But I, here's the thing. I know my Applejack, uh, bias is showing. I genuinely think she has the best reason for going to the gala. Because she wants to, she says that she wants to spend that money on getting a new plow to help out on the farm, to refurbish the barn that's apparently falling apart. Uh, Granny Smith needs a new hip. Which, by the way, not to open too many doors... <laughs> is there no universal you... healthcare in Ponyville? So it's weird because I was about to say that they live in like a borderline post-capital society, but they do still sometimes need money for things. Like half of the time it is a barter-based economy, and the other half of the time they have gold coins. So I'm yeah. not sure. It also I mean, opens like... the door to it also opens the door to horse surgery, which yeah. I don't know how I feel. Yeah, I mean. And, and, and honestly, like, what what's a good fantasy series without doubloons and gold? Like, yeah, I, I, of sure. course I have no issue with them having money. But I'm just like, what do you mean it's she just, has to pay for her surgery? She, she it's just weird surgery. that like <laughs> it's just weird that like some of the times it matters and some of the times money doesn't. And like you said, yeah, like the doctor is like, oh, sorry, Granny, you don't have enough doubloons. <laughs> you don't have that enough sucks. bits. Your yeah. horse bits aren't enough. Put the old hip back in. Yeah, no! yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> put it put it back in. Um, yeah, I can see the argument for. I mean, sorry to um <laughs> make it a little too real because this is a cartoon. But I'm just like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> no, it's it's fun to point out the interesting discrepancies, especially when they start trying mm-hmm. to like world build and stuff. Like there, there's there's some weird stuff. As you far, thought like you I could said, avoid my leftist policies in this cartoon podcast. Absolutely you... not. No, I have I have two tangents, and one of them is uh, a queer history lesson at the end of this episode. So, oh, be absolutely excited for that. wonderful! <laughs> yeah, no, you can't you can't escape. It's just it's just weird. Uh, it's it's just I don't know. I understand uh, saying that she has. I, like I understand the argument for her having the most uh, valid quote unquote reason. Yeah, like it seems like I mean. Sure, she'd enjoy herself, but it generally seems like she sees the gal as an opportunity to be like, wow, this could improve me and my family's lives in some good ways. I'm like, hell yeah, Applejack. I mean, I hope she would enjoy herself. She works herself way too hard, as we will see in the next episode we discuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm like, wow, that's like, uh, it's, it's Applejack to It's very humble. She's, she's you know, putting putting others' needs ahead of hers. And I think that's, yes. that's really sweet. So, But interrupting yes. her... We move on to our next character's needs, and that is Rainbow Crash. Rainbow Crash, who smashes into the ground because she's been napping, uh, which is why she was too busy to help out with uh, all of the Apple stuff that Twilight was helping with. I don't really know. It's not like Apple bucking in this episode. They just kind of have general like Apple chores to do. Yeah, just um, general Apple chores. Uh, yeah, no. And... Uh, Rainbow Dash shows up, and she's... Like, like I had said before, she wants to go to the gala because she wants to show off all of her moves and impress the Wonderbolts so that they hire her. That is like I her... guess the Wonderbolts will be there. 
Yeah, the Wonderbolt. Yes, they say the Wonderbolts are always there, and that's like their big thing. And like they do a little like uh, Blue Angels bit before the festivities, I guess. Yeah, and we see we see like a little montage of of what Rainbow would be doing for the um for the Wonderbolts. And also, I really like this little montage. There's some really just cute little bits of animation. She does this like very quick trot along the side. And there's this like funny angle from above where she's flying. I'm like, that's cute. Yeah, I was gonna say that like it's interesting the way that uh friendship is magic is done is especially back in the day they mostly used flash right they used flash yeah i mean i'm pretty sure it was flash until the very end there is one exception where um actually it still might be flash i can't remember uh but i i can't remember if they ever switched to using a tune boom like harmony which is actually Mm -hmm. an animation thing that i had some uh experience with uh, but okay. it is all puppet-based Flash, quote-unquote, animation, you know, with tweening and general yeah. digital puppets, you know. Like, and it, a lot of series still use, like, Bluey, which is super popular right now, is, is also, like, a puppet-based. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's Flash itself. One of the interesting things about, like, even, this is, like, the first, I like to consider Friendship is Magic Parts 1 and 2 a movie basically it's an introductory movie and then this is like the quote-unquote like first episode of the season because it's yeah. the one that's like you know that we're like it feels like an episode of tv it's it's very yeah. much like on its own like you can tune in yes see what happens you know and it is so interesting that like this is the first episode and like they do just so much fun shit with the animation just like constantly like there's yeah, a lot I of mean... it's genuinely such like a well animated and pretty show just like all the time yeah, I mean, I remember back when I, like, was watching for the first time, that's kind of what took me off guard. Like, there are definitely some kind of janky moments, especially in hindsight, where it's, like, they've really improved uh, how sure, to yeah. animate these this show. But, like, Flash definitely has a reputation for being a bit stiff and uncreative because it is, you know, like, puppet-based. It's not hand-drawn each frame. Um, but no, mm-hmm. it's they, they do a lot with what they're given, and so, you can yeah. definitely see where, like, they may cut corners with, like, backgrounds and whatnot but they do some sure stuff and i really appreciate yeah. that it's a, a again like a big reason why i think so many people latched onto it you know mm-hmm. like a lot of the animation is like just so fun to watch and a lot of like they do a lot with like faces as we'll see in the next couple episodes can we take a second to talk about the faces sure between all three of these episodes i like made separate notes while watching just like how many good expressions there are just like really fun and not just like expressions made by tweeting but specifically drawn for that moment that i really like and a lot of like honestly a lot of faces that became like really popular within the fandom like you'd see lots of edits and memes and oh yeah all that jazz yeah mm-hmm. i know specifically the uh the pinky one in griffin the brush off with uh her like fun beagle puss uh is yeah. a oh, big yeah. one that's a big one yeah um yeah so after rainbow dash uh, like I said, I mean, most of these are pretty, like, shallow and short motivations. Like, we saw we saw that Not Applejack's Applejack. core defining value is working hard <laughs> and, and like, providing for her family. We see that mm-hmm. uh, Rainbow Dash's core values are about furthering her career and impressing uh, people, networking, all that jazz. Pinkie yeah. Pie. Can I... Yes. Wait, can I say something controversial about Rainbow sure. Dash's uh, thing? Ugh. I think she has the least valid reason. Actually, no, maybe not. Um, but her her plan is to like interrupt the Wonderbolts show, and I'm like, hey, bot, I don't think that seems great. She's like, I'm gonna impress them. I'm like, how do you know that? Maybe they'll just be pissed off that you interrupted their like 
show they've been practicing. Like, that doesn't seem great. It's, it feels like the same energy as, like, a kid seeing someone perform on stage. It's like, I'm going to go up there and sing along with them, and then they'll have to take me on in the band. Like, but I Absolutely, don't know if it's going yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's definitely, like, a lofty and, like, unrealistic goal. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, I don't know. Also, the idea of bringing... Uh, a bunch of uncatered food to a party and attempting to sell that is sort of unrealistic as well. You're like, I'm just going to set up over here there. and sell pies. <laughs> you know, like, none you of these are, there. like, good reasons. And that's sort of the point, is that, like, they are yeah. all sort of, like, in a way, selfish reasons for wanting to go. Sure. Um, Pinkie Pies is the least deep uh, she Wait, wants to go to Isn't a party. It... No. Pinkie oh, well, oh no, you didn't. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pinkie Pie's next. Yeah, after Rainbow Dash, uh, they have. Oh, also Apple, Apple Jack, and Rainbow Dash, uh, have an arm wrestling. They arm wrestle. See. Yeah, they arm wrestle. And I'll say, I really like that. I like that it introduces, um, kind of like the rivalry that AJ and Rainbow Dash have had. Yeah. Just both like as as long as they've known each other and going forward. Like I think that might have been a reason. Why I was so endeared to these two right off the bat is I love their kind of playful rivalry. Like, like they love yeah, each absolutely. other. They're they're like besties, if not girlfriends, straight up. Um, <laughs> I yeah. love seeing them kind of like butt heads and and challenge each other. It's it's yeah. real. It's real cute. Absolutely, I agree with that. And after them is Pinky. Pinky just wants to go to a party. Honestly, like even in these next couple <laughs> episodes, you're gonna see a lot of parties. Because Pinkie yeah, loves hey, parties. Did you know Pinkie Pie's the party pony? The super duper party pony? I didn't know she's good, a super duper party pony. Good God, you're gonna know whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah. uh, we get a little song. A little mini song. I totally it's, forgot about. That's it, fine. You can't even really call it like... I mean, it is a song. No, it's like a song of the capitalist. Yeah, it's, a little, it's a little ditty. It's about a ditty. how the Grand Galloping Gala is the best place for her. Because she wants to go to a party. And then Rarity hears. Yeah, at the end. That's kind of it for Pinkie. He's that's like, hey, it's party. Genuinely, I like parties. That's all. <laughs> that's she wants it. to go to a party and she sings a song about it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and time. then she's interrupted by Rarity and Fluttershy. Rarity first, who says that she... I I want to say. Hey, I don't remember this afterward. at all. This is wild. <laughs> I want to save this for afterward. Uh, I want to okay. say Fluttershy first. Fluttershy okay. wants to, again, like I said... Uh, go to the park. She has a whole bit about all the birds she wants to see. Me, uh, which is me, very Emily. I love it. Oh my god, she's listing all these birds like a little loon and a, this ugly vulture, and she's so excited she's, to see them. I'm like, oh my she god, she wants to see hummingbirds that hum and buzzards that buzz and all sorts of fun birds. Uh, and, I, and then I love it. <laughs> I just that's all. I just love it. Yeah, I don't think this is a great reason, but I love it. <laughs> It's fine. They're all selfish reasons, yeah. realistically. Uh, Rarity says that she already makes a bunch of gowns and suits and all that jazz for the gala, and she's never actually been. She's only ever sent her couture to the gala, and she would love to go because her idea is that she's going to be so great and impress everybody with her fashion that she will earn an audience at Princess Celestia's throne, and she will introduce her to celestia's nephew princess (laughs) celestia's nephew Mm -hmm. who we see very briefly and she was like we'll fall in love and we'll dance and i will get married and we'll have a million little horselets but like 
I horselets is that what they're called? Yes, they're horselets. It's so. <laughs> it is. I it I had to look both, into this. Yeah, it took us both off guard. We're like, what do you mean? I had <laughs> I had to look into <laughs> what this do you mean, because husbands? it was I mean, not a husband. Sorry, nephew. Yeah, I well, first of all, husband as well because Rarity is. I guess. Right. I guess Rarity is <sighs> not a straight woman. We, um, we said rarity comp pet moments, like... The, this is a rarity comp pet moment, yeah. I think this is why, like, rarity was often not quite liked in season one, and myself yes. included, why she was my least favorite for a while, is because she's like, well, she's the girly one, so clearly yeah. she has to want her prince in, in shining armor, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which, I mean, that, that, not to say that trope doesn't work or can't work, like, but it, it really doesn't work for rarity personally, like... Yeah. In my opinion. But we were mostly just shocked because we're like, what do you mean, nephew? <laughs> I did a little bit of research. Oh, And okay. I'm going, this is my first of two tangents. Excellent. Uh, because I was so fascinated about the idea that the god queen of Equestria has family members. Which, like, later on, we, we like, sort of see that alicorns are made and not necessarily always born, and so it kind of makes a little bit of sense. Um, but uh, I also looked up it is Lauren Faust. Faust is how you pronounce it. You know, it's funny. Um, uh, I, I, I looked it up, too. <laughs> like, we're yeah. both like, hey, we need to get this right, huh? Yeah, we're like, we, ha- we, have, to get, we have to get this, we have to be on point. We have to button this I up. I think I heard that she said it was like, how now, Brown Faust? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, uh, we gotta get it right. Asked, so I'm glad we both did. Yeah. When asked about this character, uh, she said that he is Princess Celestia's great, 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 great nephew. I think I got that uh-huh. right. It should be 11. On 11, Celestia okay. and Lunia's, uh, Celestia and Luna's mother's side quote about 52 times removed roughly speaking okay. and his name is Vladimir Blueblood Wait okay so here's the thing I knew that his <laughs> name like was Prince Blueblood I'm like yeah Blueblood I, I I remember him I didn't know he had a first name like that He has Vladimir? a first name He has a first name erroneously sometimes like in a trading card and a couple other places oh, Vladimir Blueblood um, he was originally going to be a duke, but someone on the team thought that kids wouldn't know what dukes are. So he was a prince. <laughs> that is so funny. And that is really? my tangent about Vladimir Blueblood. Yes, it is so fascinating. Oh, that's to me. amazing. The idea that Princess Celestia and Luna's mother, who I don't think we ever see, we've never, she's never referenced, right? Yeah. No. Like honestly, that's yeah. Uh, well, we'll save that for but. A whole other tangent about not yeah. knowing who the princess's parents are is a whole, a the whole fact can of that They have a mother and then also have like distant family who aren't alicorns. Mm-hmm. Just so fascinating to me. So, so fascinating to me. I am so sorry to. Uh, For the love of God, don't totally be sorry. That's hijack. what this shit's all it's, about. No. Man, it's just I mean, so fascinating he, to me. Spoiler alert, but he comes back briefly later, so we, we, we can yeah. revisit him. He's a vi- oh, we should we should definitely like clarify. This is a very minor character. <laughs> like Uh I'm gonna be real with you, when I was researching him, I was looking at Vladimir Blue Blood's uh wiki page. Uh-huh. Uh he is a very minor character. He shows up in the comics once. Mm-hmm. Uh or the con- the canon comics once, and then he shows up in a what if edition. 
uh, where he is Princess Celestia's uh, trusted student instead of Twilight. And he is apparently, (laughs) quote, hated by the main five so much that he is banished to the moon. What? Which fucking rocks. Are you serious? It's insane. Hey, I'm going insane. What? It's so <laughs> funny. It is the funniest what if that could possibly happen. Uh, it, it's it, like they threw, they like took a, like a dartboard or like, okay, background character. Yeah, background, absolutely. Uh, okay, landed on blue blood. Uh, okay. And he's, you know, I, oh my God, I'm like reeling. That's insane. It's so funny. It is so funny. I'm sorry. Uh, but there's no, not a whole lot not left to talk about in this episode, so I just... Wait, we should definitely emphasize, like, this, this unicorn, this, like, beefy unicorn with the white fur and a yeah. yellow mane. Like, yeah, if you haven't for, seen like, Vladimir Blue Blood, he's only in a flashback, he has a coiffed blonde mane, and he just looks very dashing. He looks very princely. Yeah. With, like, a chiseled jaw. It's, it, it is a mess. Frankly. Anyway, where I guess Rarity really wants to marry him. That is yeah, so specific. It is oh it is the most like compet you could possibly be like, oh a blonde yeah. prince. Yeah, like you're fucking like Fabio type almost. Yeah, 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 uh, exactly. Which hey, speaking of horse marriage, can I t- can I briefly talk about horse marriage? Yeah, let's talk about horse marriage. <laughs> um we'll we will talk about it much later on with the season two finale, because of course we will. Um but I like the idea. We see him propose with a little, like, ring on his horn. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, hey, wait a minute. How, how do Pegasi and Earth ponies get married? They don't have they don't have fingers to put a ring on. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, maybe it's like a horseshoe kind of thing. I guess. But I'm just, <laughs> I like the idea like of like, no, only unicorns can get married because they don't have yeah. fingers, but they have horns, so they can wear rings. <laughs> um, I genuinely can't remember what is actually, like, the tradition of marriage for Equestria, but like, I don't know. I thought that's funny. It's like, oh yeah, you'd put on your horn. Hey, wait a minute. They don't all have horns. Knowing nothing about the future of this and where marriage could possibly go, I think it's fascinating that like unicorns are the only ones with like actual dexterity and like the ability to like manipulate objects to an almost human-like level because of magic and so like i wonder if just straight up there are weird marriage customs and like like, only unicorns yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, and like only unicorns are like oh yeah you know rings because they fit on our horns so so weird so weird anyway that's that on horse marriage for now let's let's that's on horse marriage uh, yeah, the rest of the episode consists of the other main five trying to do uh, Twilight favors in order to get her to choose them. They're all being very pick-me. Um, you know, uh, she's out trying to get food, and it starts raining, but she doesn't realize because Rainbow Dash has opened a hole in the clouds, and so it's not raining on her. Uh, that kind of thing, you know. Rarity gives her a makeover and is like, oh, that dress is so dashing, it's so how convenient i have a matching one it would be so nice to go to the gala together wouldn't that be wouldn't that be so fun and then applejack brings there's like a bunch of food which would personally win me over i know um, like we were watching that together and be like hey that looks really good she's got oh like apple God. fritters I... and like little pies and i'm like oh that looks really tasty <laughs> i do love desserts Especially apple dessert. Apple is like the perfect between like savory and sweet. It's like right oh my in God. that sweet it's, spot. It's it, so good. She has the Ugh. range. She, she has, has the range. range. <laughs> Truly, she has the range. Um, and then 
uh, Fluttershy offers to, or is like spring cleaning the uh, library in the middle of summer. And Twilight's like, everybody leave me alone. I I can't, I can't do this. And then Pinky interrupts and tells the whole town that she has an extra ticket. And so now she's just running around to this like country My Little Pony cover of Yakety Sax like from the Benny, Benny Hill. Hill. It's like, yeah. it's very clearly like almost the same hill, but it's weirdly country like it feels like it would be only like an applejack bit but it's just the town it's very strange it's uh it's a it's a little wild segment where she runs around and eventually comes back to the treehouse and uh she's like i can't do it i can't decide i'm gonna trash these tickets uh everyone apologizes i really like that um pinkie pie has more emotional empathy than rainbow dash at the moment where everyone is like, you know, like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I've i decided that I don't want the ticket anyway. It's too much. We put too much pressure on you. Applejack's like, I don't need it. And, you know, like, Pinkie Pie's like, I apologize for, like, putting that on you. Uh, Rainbow Dash is like, hell yeah, I'm the last one. And then everyone kind of. Oh, yeah, except for Rainbow Dash. Her like, into... Oh, sick, my turn. <laughs> yeah, everyone guilts her. And she's like, never mind. I, don't, I need to practice my tricks anyway. It's okay. And then we sort of get to the crux of the episode, because one of the things about, especially the earlier My Little Pony episodes, but really most of them, is that Twilight Sparkle has been sent to Ponyville to learn about friendship and report back to Princess Celestia. And so a lot of these episodes are basically just parables. It is a canon reason for these to be like, you know, little messages for kids. Yeah, like, here's the oh, little you know, kid lesson don't be about selfish, being a good friend. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This one is kind of a muddy lesson. I don't know how I yeah. feel about this one. It's the lesson, I guess, is about everyone else being selfish. And then she's like, she <laughs> she's like, messages Dear Prince Celestia. Celestia. My friends were so selfish. Yeah. Because of messages, that, I don't want messages any messages. Celestia. Thanks for like, the problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Celestia's like, oh, my bad. Here's a couple more tickets. <laughs> yeah, here's some more tickets. Oops. My B. I forgot there were six of you. LOL. Hey, speaking of And then which, that's how that ends, I guess. No, that's not how that ends. You're like, oh, sorry, oh, there's six of you. And then Spike is like, oh, well. Spike is like, oh, I didn't want to go anyway. But then Celestia remembers him. Celestia remembers him, but not the other five members of the main six. Yeah. Which, by the way, there's a moment at the very end that, like, completely confused the both of us because we see a ticket, like, levitating above Applejack's head with, like, Yeah, Applejack briefly magic. has unicorn magic. <laughs> I mean, I oh, think Which it's is <laughs> I think it's implied that, like, it's implied that, like, Twilight, like, enchanted the, or someone enchanted the ticket so they can be, like, nearby. But at the time, we're like, hey, well, Applejack has, what, what's she doing? Why she got that magic? Like, <laughs> it wasn't very yeah, clear, that's... but... Yeah, that's weird. Maybe the tickets themselves are enchanted. I don't know. It it's was possible. bizarre. The message felt very muddy in that one. I There was a lot of interesting stuff that happened, and it was a good setup for their general, like, goals and demeanors. But overall, it was just kind of a... Just kind of a... Eh, meh, it's fine. Meh it's, it's like fine. a six. <laughs> like a five, yeah. even, out of ten. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, it's like a five or fine. six. fine. It, it has some good humor. It generally like had some really really good like I um oh god I'm gonna I, start I a, I'm gonna start a running tier list actually. Friendship and oh, Magic okay. Part One and Two were A. 
They're one. They're one episode, and they were an mm-hmm. A. Oh, um, we're like an A, B, C. Should we have an S tier? Well, S. Yeah, there's Do definitely S tiers. Okay, cool. Because like, there's I, an S tier episodes yeah. out there. Friendship is Magic Parts One and Two isn't perfect, but it's a pretty good I'd introduction. I'd give it an A, series. maybe an A plus. Yeah. Pretty dang good. Exactly. Ticketmaster, solid or C. C. Plus. Yeah, <laughs> solid C. C. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it, but it just isn't yeah. good. And it's one of those plots that you know happens uh, all the time. You sort of always see that, like, oh, I don't know what to do. We gotta all my. I have to pick one of my friends. Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. We're gonna move on. Yeah, that's enough, that's enough about Ticketmaster. That's not We're going to move on from a Twilight-centric episode to an Applejack-centric episode to Applebuck season. Yeehaw. Uh, Applebuck season starts out with, uh, we see that Big Mac is injured. He's He <gasps> hurt his back. Well, not just that. We're, we're like, properly introduced to Big Mac. He speaks. We are properly introduced to Big Mac. And uh, his first words are his classic catchphrase. Yep. And he... He does talk. I like that. I because I, I know later on in some episodes, all he says is "yep," but like he just he's he's has a man a whole of, of, li- of very few words. Yeah, but gosh, when he does speak, it's it's great. Uh, he's voiced I by like Peter him. New. He's he's a uh, I I quite like his delivery of Big Mac. It's he's got okay. a buttery southern voice. Uh, uh, just he does. very charming. But anyway, yeah, he no, does. we're probably interested in Big Mac. He's he's injured himself, so you he yes, can't help the Apple season. Yes, apple book season is when the horses go around and they kick all the trees really hard and all the apples fall out. Uh, except Sweet Apple Orchards is fucking huge. It's Massive. really big. And there's so many apples that Applejack has to do all on her own now. Twilight later asks, you know, like, what about all those relatives? And she's like, eh, that was an Apple family reunion. Normally they live all over Equestria. So it's all on Applejack this episode. Because if if we, um, I don't know if they, I guess they did declare this in like episode one or maybe not, but, um, all that really lives locally with Applejack is herself, Big Mac, the older brother, uh, her little sister, Apple Bloom and Granny Smith, their, uh, their grandma. And that's it. And like Apple Bloom, she's little. She, I don't think she can help too much. Big Mac's definitely the workhorse of the family. And Granny Smith, Smith according to the last episode, yeah, needs a new hip. She can't do that. She needs a new hip. Yeah, that's why in the last or in Friendship is Magic parts one and two, they're like, oh, here's this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, and then also Big Mac, Apple Bloom, and Granny Smith. Remember these three. Remember, Remember these three. These are the ones kids. that get character spots. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, they're the only ones that live uh, on Sweet Apple Acres with Applejack. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to a stampede. Of what echo? Uh, of cows, my favorite animal, cows. Uh, there's a ton of the uh, uh, Rainbow Dash scream stampede, and then we see a bunch of cows. Everyone's trying to get inside and evacuate and like prepare for, you know, the the inevitable trampling. Rarity faints dramatically, and Applejack and her dog Winona uh, start herding all of the cows. Herding with a D, not herding. No, yeah, we don't want to hurt these these sweet cows. Yeah, we don't want to uh, we don't want to hurt these sweet cows. They're all very precious. Uh, mm-hmm. And so yeah, no, she she, she's to... some certified country shenanigans with like lasso. Oh yeah, and, absolutely. And everything, yeehaw. Yeah, and so she herds them away from Equestria or from P- Ponyville, not Equestria. Uh, so they don't cross the bridge. They don't trample anybody to death. 
and they don't destroy any buildings, and it's all good. And then there's the classic bait and switch where she's talking to them and she's like, what happened? And they moo, but then they like clear their throat and they're like, sorry about that. You know, it's like the, oh, that's just <laughs> uh, caught in our throat. I don't like that. I do like that the cows talk. <laughs> really? I think they're all very okay. funny and sweet. I don't like that there's a dog. I don't like that there's a well, dog that doesn't talk and then a the bunch cows of do. cows. I, it just feels like such a weird description. I know it's that like Fluttershy a goofy and Pluto animals. situation where it's like, yeah. hey, how come you can talk and you? I don't mind because I just it's 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 cartoon logic. And I think specifically I mean, later is, on, for we sure. see that basically if a character is like is hooved, they are almost always guaranteed to be like. Okay. A character that speaks and has society, because uh, so I know for a fact the... that we have yaks, we have uh, we have actual horses like the Saddle Arabians. Uh, that's fun. We have like the hippogriffs. Uh, I think maybe some brief mentions of giraffes, uh, zebras, as we'll see later for better horse. Um, and in the comics, deer, and all of those talk and deer. have like, yeah, yeah. I don't, oh, I don't know delightful. much about the IDW comics. I desperately need to. Because yeah, I, I want to read the you know, IDW as well. Yeah, more horse content, the better. Especially because I've heard yes. those are quite lore heavy. Um, but yeah, no, I th- I think their logic here is that if it's hooved, it's got a society of their own, and I don't think that's why it bothers me. Uh, I don't, and also, it's not always um, the rule because we've got like griffins and we've got dragons and like I don't know, I don't those know. Are, like it feels... high fantasy concepts. I feel like you know, yeah. like. Uh, yeah, but I here know. and also here's my other reason. Here's my other reason. Fluttershy's the animal pony. So we need to have a line where we have actual, like, animals, like, pet animals. You're, and, like... you are correct, yeah. So, they feel, you know. They feel weird. It feels, like, animals keeping animals as pets feels so strange. It's like a Neopets pet pet scenario. <laughs> it's a pet it feels... pet, yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. I, Winona I don't mind it, but I think it's just because it's cartoon logic for me. Yeah, Winona kind of freaks me out sometimes. I don't She's know. She's a puppy. She is a puppy. Um... Oh, and one one last thing about the cows. They it should be mentioned they have like Minnesotan like oh yeah, it's oh, yeah. I'm a little cow. Like, it's it's the cutest shit. I love that they have Midwestern like very like, funny. Hear about Chicago like kind of delivery. yeah. Like it's absolutely. really cute. I love that. It is very very fun. Um, and so she's like yippee, we did it, and everyone is really excited. Um, and they Pinkie Pie. In true Pinkie Pie fashion, wants to throw her a party for being so great. What? Um, yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's it is a wild departure from Pinkie Pie's normal character. Really out of character. She wants to throw a party for once. <laughs> she throws a party in all three of these episodes. <laughs> oh my god, god she does. Um, she does. <laughs> you sounded exhausted when you said that. I. I like the idea of parties for the sake of nothing, but Pinkie Pie's a little... Pinkie Pie's precious, but she's exhausting sometimes. Yeah, welcome to the character Pinkie Pie. We love her. We adore her. I know. But holy god, I, she's I exhausting. I adore Pinkie Pie. Yeah, oh she's, yeah. She's, we, she's we easily, do. like, one of my favorite characters. I Same. Love her. Oh yeah. But they throw a party for Applejack. They're like, oh, you've been doing so great, and you saved the town from a stampede, and it's so great. And so Twilight Sparkle gets up on stage, and she's like, I'm going to read this 42-page essay about why I love Applejack. And then all the characters interrupt her. Yeah, she's got a bunch of little note cards. She's got, like, a huge, fat stack of note cards. 
Uh, and all the characters interrupt her to be like, this is what we're doing later in the episode with Applejack, where she's going to come help me. And also, we just have some really great character moments, both with, like, facial expressions uh, and, and, like, voice delivery and animation. Like, it's just, it, it's really, it's really fun. These little snippets of, like, Fluttershy, like, kind of creeping up to the podium, being like, excuse me. Um, yeah. And just totally like, slinking like, off. Like, oh my god, stop interrupting me. Like, it, it's really just, just a fun little character scene between all of them. Yes, I agree. Uh, we find out that it's uh, a week later and nobody has seen Applejack in that whole week. Uh, and eventually uh, they pull out the trophy and they're like, for Applejack, for saving the town, we're so happy to have you. And the curtains pull back and she's not there. And everyone's like, is she? It's like, is girl, she, wh- where is she at? Where's she at? And then she like kind of like very exhaustedly like trudges through town. And she's like, oh, thanks for the trophy, everybody. She's just thanks like this gone. Award. Yeah, and we see that over the past week, she has been a non-stop apple bucking. And she does one of my favorite bits throughout these three episodes, where she (laughs) grabs the trophy with her teeth and drags it as slowly and loudly as she can through town. It's just such a funny bit. It's just like no one's talking. It's just... Like, yeah, really, it is yeah. dead silent. Really this trophy good. is like as big as her, and she's just I'm like just, through just the like, whole. Oh, oh, gee, thanks everyone, and then just yes. sleepily, tr- it's like as tall, if not taller than her. Yeah. Uh, also, one of my favorite lines that she says while she's like looking at the trophy, and she's like, "I, you know, I'd be helping the pony folks," and I'm like, "Honey, you're pony folks. We're all pony yeah. folks here. We're all horses here, Applejack." <laughs> Um, it's very, very good. Uh, Twilight sort of follows her back to the farm and is like, hey, you should, like, sleep. (laughs) Or, like, ask for help. And she's like, I'll never do that. I have too much of a southern hardworking personality. (laughs) Twilight's like, okay, please calm down. Please, please don't work yourself to death. Uh, the rest of the episode is her going to see all of her friends and help them with things on top of her apple bucking duties. Being exhausted, sleep deprived, like she she's like seeing double. So she can't focus on anything. Like mm-hmm. she's teetering. Her mane's all all scruffed up. Like she's having the yeah. worst time. Yeah, easily. Yeah, like it's just so bad. Um, Rainbow Dash wants her to help her by jumping on this thing and catapulting her into the air so she could do a bunch of flips and sick. Uh, grinds or whatever stunting yeah. yeah also real quick uh i love that this scene starts with uh rainbow dash being like perched on a fence that's like a foot tall and i think that's one yeah. of my favorite tropes about dash is how she'll just be like perched on anything that isn't the ground like if she's not like fluttering in place she's always like standing on something that she shouldn't that's be I, I really like that it's like a bird that's like just can't touch the ground mm-hmm. that's all yeah i just like that i just don't like <laughs> to touch the ground i like that yeah. too that's very funny um, and so she gets on the thing, and Applejack tries jumping off of the uh, big diving board onto the catapult, or onto the seesaw, and it fails a couple of times before she, like, accidentally knocks Rainbow Dash down and then jumps on it successfully, launching her into the sky and making like, her. The next country smash over, she's it. gone. Timur yeah, gets blasting like, off again. Yeah. She's, she's like, yeah, she's gone, gone. And then she crashes into Twilight's treehouse, and Twilight's like, Applejack again? It's like, yep. Hey, and, and we need to mention something really important about this scene. 
What's really important about this scene? Twilight's reading a little book, which that's not a big deal. But she's like loafed so cutely. She's like, I got a little oh, baby sucked in. And I'm just like, ugh. I want to hold Twilight, her little baby. <laughs> she's, Twilight she's really cute. That's all. so precious. There are a line of images online that I love a whole lot. That is uh, portraits of Lord Jesus Christ holding small <laughs> ponies. And it is just yes. so such a delight to imagine. They're always like little holding loafed. them so softly. Yeah. You know what's funny? is I was going to mention that exact image, but I didn't know if that would be weird. So I'm glad that care. you Who also were like, oh, Jesus, hold the baby pony. <laughs> Jesus holds the little baby ponies. It's so, uh, it's yeah. just so pleasant to look That's at. That's all. It's just nice. It's like, wow, I want, I want to yeah. get a little plushie of her and hold her close right now. I you know? <laughs> do. Oh my God. I want to They weren't kidding. My twilight. little pony can be little. Damn. That, they <laughs> that sure pony do be can little ponies. <laughs> my pony sure can little. Um, The next one we go to is uh, Pinkie Pie who uh, is asking for Applejack's help because she bakes all the time because she works on an apple farm. So she's a big fan of baking. Yeah, I know. Pinky lives in Sugar Cube Corner, specifically. It's a bakery. Uh, yeah. Owned slash run. Like, I know she, like, basically lives there, I think. But uh, yes. it's also where it is to Mr. and Mrs. Cake. Yeah. They just, like, it's all this... live together, I guess. Yeah. It's like, maybe, maybe they just, like, adopted Pinky as, like, a roommate. It's like, eh, we, we got a housing. Here. Yeah, yeah. Um, she, but, uh, they, Mr. they all live above where they work in their bakery. Yeah, yeah. But we we, we meet Mr. and Mrs. Cake. I because I, I don't yes. think we saw them in episodes. No, one we have two. not actually um, seen Mr. and Mrs. Cake yet. Yeah, they're cute. We see a little bit more of them, but they're just this this nice couple that run the bakery. I like Mr. Cake's design a lot. I like his little underbite yes. and his like little like he's sort like of a like bow tie striper outfit. Yeah, yeah. They have like little fun. aprons on, and it's like this uh, very much like the oh god, like the guy that sings in Willy Wonka. The yeah, the, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I know I, who you're I'm talking about. I'm forgetting the song, but you know, like the little ca- candy bartender, almost. You know, it's yes, old timey yes. and, and just cute. But anyway, back, his back thick to little, th- his thick little short stack wife with uh, a cupcake for a main. Very fun. Yeah, her, her main is like frosting whip. It looks like yeah, it's, it's very curly. Very cute. Anyway, back, back to uh, Yes, the bit of this section where Applejack comes to help Pinky cook is that Pinky keeps asking for things and Applejack doesn't hear it because everything is... She's pa- basically passing out standing up. You know, Pinky asks for chocolate chips and she goes, okay, chips, got it. So like potato chips. And then she asks for baking soda and she's like, oh, soda, like cola. And so it's just, like, a bit where, like, they keep making these, like, just really awful cupcakes with, like, worms in it. And, uh, Pinky's like, all right, free muffin sample for everybody. And everyone's like, yay. And there's, like, eight ponies. And then the transition is a nurse <laughs> it's, from it's, a hospital <laughs> dragging is, a curtain open. It's just, it like, so immediate funny. hospitalization. It, yeah. Just like, oh wow, yummy hospital! Like it is, hospital. I forgot just how funny so much of this show could be. Like the humor is so on point, and it's not supposed to be funny. But in the next scene, Twilight is talking to Applejack and mentions Ponyville Urgent Care, and I lost <laughs> yeah. my mind. Just the phrase Ponyville Urgent Care is really Ponyville funny. Ponyville Urgent Care. Especially because Ponyville Urgent Care, as we see, it looks like a World War One triage center. It's just yeah, a bunch like, of cots it's, it's on the like ground kind of in a tent. Outdoors. 
I mean, to be fair, maybe they just really didn't want to make a background for that yet. Sure. But, I don't know, I mean, just which, building, I should emphasize, we funny. do actually, we do see an actual hospital later on. Uh, I think season two, specifically, with the Ramadash episode. Um, mm. But, like, <laughs> I, don't, I can't tell what's funnier. The phrase Ponyville Urgent Care, or if they made a <laughs> pun for it. Like, either would be good, if you ask me, but... <laughs> I think it's funnier played straight, just Ponyville Urgent Care. It's like it's Urgent Care. Like... No, it's Ponyville Urgent Care. <laughs> It's like, it's such a, like, a real thing. It's like, oh, everyone's been to an urgent care. They have urgent care for horses. Yeah. It's just so, so it. funny. It's just it's, so yeah, funny. Yeah, it got both of us. Yeah, we were, we were losing it. Hey, speaking of good humor, right after that, we, uh, we, we go yes. back to, uh, back to Applejack and Twilight. AJ's just having the worst time. She's, like, falling asleep upside down because the cart, like, tipped her over. Yeah. Uh, she's, like, kicking a tree and, and Twilight says, AJ, I think you're beating a dead tree. And just- And then we see there's no leaves on it. There's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like- It's one like, of the funniest jokes in the series. I think about it literally constantly. It's- It is- Really good. It's just so good. It's so funny. Beating a dead tree. Tree. It's good. So, it's 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 just good. I know we're probably not selling it up at all, but trust me, it's good. No, I mean, you know, yeah. she's like you're beating a dead tree. It's just it's just good comedic timing. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, am. then she has to help Fluttershy. She's still tired. Still, still refusing help. Back to Fluttershy. Yeah. Yes, she still she still refuses help. And then the last one she's supposed to help is Fluttershy, who needs the to take the bunny census. The which bunny I can only census! Assume, I can only assume it's insane to see That's gotta be bunnies a lot. from one year to another, yeah. Because, boy, uh, you know what bunnies do? What do they do? Oh, a, a lot. Like what? Mm, uh, a lot. They do a lot. So Fluttershy asks Applejack <laughs> if she can corral all the bunnies in one place uh, so they can count them. Uh, and she says, now remember, they're not cows. They're very timid. You don't want to scare them. And she's like, I know how to herd animals. Come on, Winona. And the, these tiny little rabbits see a big fucking dog just like running at them barking. And so yeah, like, uh, they... specifically a herding dog. Like it's very much like a border collie. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's the one. Thank you. I couldn't remember the <laughs> breed of dog Winona was. She's a border collie. She's very, very cute. Uh, understandably they don't have a good reaction and so they all bolt toward uh ponyville and we see a really it's i like it i really like it narratively it's a very much a bookend where it's the first scene we see yeah where rainbow dash yells stampede and it's like framed exactly the same way and all the reactions are the same uh except this time it's bunnies and this time we see that uh because Applejack has overworked herself and, like, driven herself to the bone, like, uh, instead of the first time where she saves the town, she drives them all off and she's doing great, uh, the bunnies win. <laughs> the bunnies make it into town and they're eating everyone's flowers and they're getting into places. Uh, and it's it's not good. It is not a good outcome. I want I want to make a tangent, uh, just a little, little fandom tangent. Is uh we we meet three background boys that are like decently popular within the within the community. Uh, okay. not like not super big, but we see like I don't know if they have a proper name. I'm just gonna call them the Flower Trio. But we see uh uh we see Lily Valley, uh uh Daisy and Rose Luck. Uh, they're they're all like uh, I guess horticulturists. I don't know. The their key marks are flowers. They deal with flowers and. 
they kind of just become reoccurring jerks where it's always the three of them and Lily's always going, the horror, the horror. And That's funny. Da- Daisy's always there with the two of them. And uh, Rose is, uh, is it Rose Luck? I'm double checking. Yeah, I guess Rose or Rose Luck. She was pretty popular as a background point within the fam, mostly because she's got a really nice design. She has this kind of like magenta-y, like pinky red mane. Um, yeah, and I just, like tan. She's just got a really nice color palette, and <laughs> she kind of became a, a popular character to pair with. Uh, boy, we'll have to talk about Doctor Hooves later, huh? Oh boy, yeah. Uh, her. Oh, that makes sense. Rose and the Doctor. Yeah, yeah, because they're like, oh, we need, we need the our funny Doctor Who made up background character to have a rose. So they're like, hey, yeah. this one has a rose humor. Uh, you. So. <laughs> That's fair. So yeah, no, this like this flower trio, uh, Lily, Daisy, and Rose are like. Kind of, they 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 show up every now and then. I mean, for for the most part, they are just like general filler background characters. But they later on in the show, they make an effort to be like, oh yeah, it's the three of them. They like hanging out. Yeah. So yeah, just just figured I'd point that out. That was the first time we see that trio. Yeah, that's very cute. Rose's uh color palette is very similar to what my uh pony's original color palette was going to be. So I like her yeah. a lot. Her design is yeah. very cool. Uh, after all of that, after the bunnies take over Ponyville, uh, Twilight is like, all right, this is, this is enough. And so she goes to Sweet Apple Acres and is like, Applejack, you stupid It's an idiot. intervention. For yeah, the love she basically God. does, she basically <laughs> yeah. has an intervention, yeah. And Applejack's like, I don't need your help. Look at all these trees I cleaned up. I did everything. And she looks and all of the field has been cleared. And then, uh, Big Mac is like, uh, what about... All of those, and it's like twice or three times what she's already done, is still like in the trees, and so she is nowhere near complete. And so finally, she's like, like dozens, if not hundreds, more. So she just kind of like yeah. collapses, like oh god. She, yeah, and she's like, fine, fine, I will accept your help. Thank you. I I need it desperately, or I will die. <laughs> like literally, like she will literally work herself to death. She's like on yes. death's door in this episode with how exhausted she it's is. rough yeah it's very rough and so all of the uh ponies come and help her uh clean everything up they all you know uh start helping bucking or uh the unicorns just like use their magic which looks yeah way more um, efficient. hey it looks a lot easier to have just the unicorns yeah. whisk them into buckets but like I, I don't I know. I feel like it cannot be that expensive to like hire a, like a unicorn to come and help. Like, out. I don't know. Yeah, or Larry just like you know, it's like, hey, you're a unicorn. You want you want some lunch? Here, I'll give you some apples if you help me. Like yeah. this, boy. It's. I'm sure we'll talk more about. Uh, I I have a lot to say about Earth ponies in general as like, I not I, a race quote unquote. I don't know. Uh, it, it's very interesting because we see Pegasi who can fly. That's special and control mm-hmm. the weather. We see unicorns with magic. Very, very special. We have earth ponies, which have neither of those, but yeah. are almost like hinted at in having their own connection with like nature in some aspects. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll touch on that another time, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure we will, because yeah, I've always found that very interesting as well. Twilight's letter to Princess Celestia is like, hey, so sometimes we need to accept our friend's help. And that's pretty much it. Well, not just that, but we have our little Dripper Celestia, la la, we're gonna wrap up. Applejack specifically says, like, wow, but having- my real award is having you five as my friends. 
And Spike's yeah, and then standing Spike shows right up. there. Spike shows up, yeah. She's <laughs> like, like, my what? real reward is having all of you five as my friends. It's just so funny to like, like have it framed where, like, come on, as she says that, Spike walks up. Like, Sp- Spike's here, too. Can you be nice <laughs> Spike feels... Spike is like Twilight's little brother. You wouldn't call someone, like, your best friend's little brother your friend, you know? She's I like, know. It I just... Don't... It was unintentionally funny. Like, oh. It was so good. It was very, <laughs> like, very funny. Spike. But that's pretty much it. Um, yep. Can I say something controversial about this episode? Yeah. I feel like it's really slow. D. D? It's yeah. a D. I, th- it's a, I feel like that's it's a, a little harsh. I'd say C minus, maybe. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It t- not much happens. We get it. It's so slow. It's just sort of reiterating on the stuff we've already learned. Yeah, and I can't, I almost feel like maybe this is like the curse where a lot of people I feel like dislike Applejack just because she can get some pretty weak episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually found out, I was curious, uh, I went to like some information about it, and apparently like before we actually reached the animation uh, animation process for the this episode, it was supposed to only be like 11 minutes. It was supposed to be like a half episode. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, the tracks for that wait, episode. Wait, is that is that right? Hang on. Actually, shit, I, I have that backwards. Sorry, I, my notes are wrong. Um, The last episode, the gal episode, was supposed to be 11 minutes. Oh, okay. Uh, and that Banks also said that. Uh, this was the opposite. I My my mistake. Sorry, listeners. Um, what? This, uh, this episode was apparently longer. Like, where it's like, they, they actually had to cut down an entire scene with Rarity uh, where Applejack was, I was trying wondering, to help her out. I was wondering why Rarity was the only one that, like, didn't get Yeah, the, uh, I guess vignette. that was included, but they cut it because it was too repetitive and took up too much time. And I'm like, man. It definitely man, was repetitive. It was already, like pretty slow so yeah these last two episodes have dragged not great it's not bad it's not an outright bad episode and i mean i'm no. biased I, I like seeing my girl aj but uh it's not our strongest no no i i genuinely i like i said either a c or a d like it's a c minus um yeah. not very good i'd probably i'd probably not give it a c good. minus as well the thing is, Applejack-centric episodes have to focus on one of two things, and it's her work ethic or her family. And whenever it's just focusing on her work ethic, there's not a lot there. It's like, yes, we've done this a I couple mean, of times already. Sometimes sometimes I do really feel like it shines. There's a, an episode in season two that I, I think actually you don't like and I really like. Uh, the, really? <laughs> what we'll discuss about. Uh, yeah, the one with the cherries and... I cannot even remember that. Okay, cool. We'll get there. We'll get That's there. That's fine. Let's move on, shall we? From a C minus episode yeah. to uh, uh, I have mixed. I have so many mixed feelings about this episode. <laughs> I have a lot to think about this episode. I'm going to run through the idea of it really quick, mm-hmm. and then we can talk about some more basic stuff. The like idea it down is that plot by plot. yeah, yeah. Well, not necessarily. Just sort of like talking about the various stuff we want to talk about. We don't need to like. Sure. Plot, plot breakdown all of them um the idea is pinky wants to hang out with rainbow dash and so in order to do that they play a bunch of pranks uh and they have a great day full of pranks and then the next day uh rainbow dash actually has a friend over a griffin from like speed school i can't remember what they said is that right uh, something like that what did they say it's there's like a chant that they sing 
God, what was it? I, I can't I can't remember. It was something like speedster, speedster, blah, blah, whatever. It, they were they yeah. were like they were like classmates, or maybe like camp buddies, something like that, where they were something training along fast and flying. Yeah. And they do this little chant together, and Gilda's not very interested, but Ramadash is. Yes. <laughs> Gilda the Griffin. Yeah. She's very obviously like not interested in this chant. She uh, is too cool for school, and uh, she wants to hang out with Rainbow Dash instead of Pinky, rather than in addition to. And so she continues to try to drag Rainbow Dash off to do all this other stuff, and leave Pinkie Pie behind because she's not cool enough for them, and Gilda doesn't like her, and also Gilda's just kind of a mean-spirited person in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it ends with Pinkie Pie throwing Gilda a party. No! Where she... Yeah, yeah, I know. I I know. It's it's a, in a baffling twist of fate. Uh Pinkie Pie throws another party and it's meant to be sort of like a uh like a pick-me-up to make her less mean, but all of these uh pranks get pulled on her and she's like, "You're so you're so mean to me, Pinkie Pie. You're such a jerk and nah, nah, nah. you're not even that cool and all these pranks are lame." And Rainbow Dash is like, "Oh, you set those up." You only the only reason they all hit you is because you're so arrogant that you were the, had to be the one to blow the candles out. You had to be the one to be first to pin the tail on the pony, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then she storms out, and uh, Pinkie Pie and uh, Rainbow Dash are besties again. And also, it kind of feels like the end of Rainbow's and Gilda's like friendship right there. Like it kind of does. Yeah, the way that they sort it of does not uh, end on a good part. Note. No, it does not. Honestly, not a lot happens. There's a couple of, like, funny pranks that they do on each of the main six. But, like, I don't know. It's a very slow episode. The most, Mm -hmm. like, interesting part of this episode is introducing Griffins as a concept. Yeah, and also, I think also we should probably just talk about, like, both the Griffins and Gilda as a character. Um, I guess let's start with Griffins. Like, hey... Another really awesome, like, mythological mm-hmm. creature to, to explore. Um, yep. I I love griffins. Since I was a kid, I'm, like, I was always dragons and griffins. And I was so sad that you never see griffins in anything compared to dragons. Because I thought oh, they were, yeah. like, just as cool. It's like, whoa, it's like like a bird cat. And there's, like, I love what a lot of artists have done with griffins, at least, um, like, in the Spoiler, modern age. Like, I love seeing people... Birds. <laughs> Yeah, in case you didn't know. Uh, but I love when people make, like, oh, here's, like, a penguin griffin or, like, a little finch griffin. Like, you know, That's it's just a fun concept. Slap some creatures together. You got you got a beast. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, uh, we actually, we explore griffins much more in depth later on. Uh, but for now, this is this is all we get with season one. Uh, season one, this is the only mention of griffins. In season two, there was one background character and, like, a mention of it in a book. It's, they're hmm. pretty mythological so to speak like heck even i think rarity says in this episode like oh i've never met a griffin before you know like it's kind of they do yeah. like they don't come to ponyville at least so mm-hmm. yeah i yeah for sure i i love how they are designed specifically gilda like there, there's really fun like like really angular designs like i like their really little beaks and sharp feathers mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a really fun shape language. Like, I was looking at a Faust, like, concept art for Gilda, and it's... I, I really enjoy it a lot. Yeah, it's really, really neat. I, I love her, uh, like, fun eagle aesthetic. And there was even a, no- a part where she, like, flies off and there's an eagle noise, which is very funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which I guess we should probably talk about Gilda 
specifically as a character, huh? She's a piece of shit. <laughs> She's mean. But She's here, mean. Here's the thing. At first, I'm almost tempted to empathize with her because it's like she wants to hang out with Rainbush because that's like her old friend. She wants to, yes. She doesn't know who Pinky is, you know? It's like, and sometimes you don't click with your friend's friends. Like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But she just kind of, like, at first I'm like, wow, maybe I had this episode perceived wrong. Maybe Gilda isn't that bad. And then she just becomes, like, the worst ever to everyone. Like, she, like, steals yeah. an apple from a cart. She's, like, scaring everyone. She makes Fluttershy cry, which, okay. She does make spells, Fluttershy that's, cry. That's not that hard to do, but it still makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. You it's shouldn't very easy do to do. it. Don't do it. Yeah, it almost feels at first like it's supposed to be a lesson for Pinkie Pie of like, oh, sometimes you need to not try to, you know, hog all the time with your friends. Sometimes it's okay if you're not the only object of affection for someone else. Um, but no, it ju- it ends up the like lesson of the episode ends up being like, oh, Pinkie Pie said that Gilda was a jerk and we should have listened to her about it. Which and is- it's like. It's weird, but yeah, it's just a really weird message. It's I, it's really, it feels kind of muddy because at the beginning, it's like, well, yeah, I think maybe Pinky was being a little overbearing. Like, it doesn't, you, you mm-hmm. see Rainbow Dash all the time. I think you should let Gilda and, and Rainbow have some have some time together, especially because, hey, do we, should we, should I mention the elephant in the room of how I feel about Gilda? How do you feel about Gilda? This. This bird's a lesbian, y'all. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. This bird's yeah, she a and Rain. Uh, yeah, no. Sorry for phrasing it like this, but uh, Gilda and Rainbow Dash went to Butch College together. Like, like they. Oh my God, she's very, she's very Butch. She's very much like. Yeah, it's it's very like in her tone, in the way that she like holds herself. I mean, uh, even like her like hair, her like feather do, her hair do feather do. It's it's you know very punk and kind of, it's very butch. It's uh, I mean heck, mm-hmm. I think I, one of them says like, "Hey, gal pal," and it's like, "Do you want my queer <laughs> history lesson now?" Uh, absolutely, yeah. This is my other tangent. Um, Rainbow Dash actually refers to Pinkie Pie as her gal pal, uh, and. After digging with such a such a lesbian centric episode, you know, like Rainbow <laughs> Dash and Gilda, like I I looked into it, uh, the prevalence of the term gal pal being referred to, or referring to lesbians specifically, uh, came about in 2014, which was four years after this. It uh. is from it is primarily from a Tumblr post by Tumblr user Gatsby posted a bunch of articles at the time about Couple of how gals being pals. Yeah, it's so nice that all these women are having such great friendships and like they were all referring to like women kissing in public and it's like buddy. <laughs> like buddy. And so it spawned a lot of people being like, "Oh, just being gal pals." Yeah, I think that it, it, that phrasing both were like, "Oh, gal pals." But yeah, I guess yeah, that we, was it, before that kind yes. of took off. Yeah, I wanted to um, uh, look into that cuz I I wasn't sure if that was them being like, eh. Yeah, but no, yeah. it uh, no, it wasn't. But <laughs> yeah, no, us both Rainbow being Dash and Gilda queer are both... women, we're just like, oh, <laughs> you know? yeah. But no, but, uh, I, but yeah, yeah. Back back to it. It's just like at the beginning, it really does. Just like I don't know, Pinky, you are kind of being a little overbearing. It's like you can hang out with Rainbow mm-hmm. Dash any day. Let them hang out, you know? Right. I feel like there's a later episode with a certain uh a certain gray sibling that handles this message better about 
friendships with with new folks, but we'll we'll get there. Mm-hmm. That's um, that is yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I think just overall, like this episode, I remember not liking it, outright disliking it. Honestly, uh, when I first watched it, I don't dislike it as much, but I think at the time. I was so excited to see, wow, we, we've got a whole new type of character, like a griffin, and she, she's mean and she sucks. And it's like, yeah. I, I guess I was worried that all griffins would be mean and they suck, which is like, well, that's just fantasy racism. That's not good on me. That is, that is a little <laughs> fantasy racist. Especially because, like Fluttershy says, I've never met another griffin, but I bet if I did, she wouldn't be as mean as Gilda. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, I guess it just like bummed me out because I'm like, wow, she's just... Me and it's not to say that I don't like yeah. mean characters. Like, there's a lot of characters that just are outright awful, and I love them. But I can I you can you name one for me real fast, just for the record? Who's a who's a who's a mean villain character that you like, Emily? Why is my brain just like giving up? It's Dio. I was trying to make her say Dio. <laughs> Dio Brando. <laughs> Dio Brando. Hey, hey, listener. I really like JoJo's, and for the love of God, I will try to keep the JoJo talk to a minimum. I'm sorry. I won't. I won't. This is our <laughs> podcast. We'll do whatever I we ro- want. Here's the thing. I roped her into it. She didn't even... She didn't even yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's my fault. I'm sorry. I'd been meaning <laughs> to watch it forever, but yes, you did rope me into it. Yeah, so I mean, I I mean like a C minus, a C. Yeah, I don't it's dislike just... it as much <sighs> as I did when I first saw it. But it's, yeah. I don't know, it feels just, again, like, kind of muddy, muddy execution, muddy... And to kind of wrap, kind of, to kind of wrap uh, all of it up, really all of these messages over the past three have felt sort of muddied. Like, it, it, <sighs> these episodes feel like Lauren Faust is trying, is being told to write a kid's show, which means that it has to follow a kid's show formula in that it has to have a message and a moral and it has to impart something to the children. But she really wants to tell a story. Yeah. She wants like, would, to... Like, flush out characters and, right. you know. She wants to set up stakes. She wants to introduce world building, like, with griffins. She wants to, like, do all of these, like, story things. But she's being told she has to write a children's cartoon. And that is why I or think... at least it feels that way. Maybe we're reading it wrong, you know? Maybe, maybe. But that, to me, is what it feels like why these messages can get so muddy and why they can go so back and forth. Like like you said, like this one or how Ticketmaster just doesn't feel like it's about anything. Yeah, and I also, I think, like, I don't think they expected this show to be as, like, uh, is serialized no. the right term? No, absolutely. Yeah, like, yeah. We thought it was just gonna be like little like bottle episodes where it's like, okay, they do the thing, that's it. Uh, I don't think they realized that the characters would even be given room to grow and change. You know? Mm-hmm. Can I can I talk actually about a few specific character moments that I did enjoy this episode though? Yeah, please. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Rainbow Dash says straight up to Pinky, it's like. Hey, Pinky, you're not as annoying as I thought. And we were both like... That's a good one. That's mean. <laughs> that's such a it's backhanded really funny. Like, Dash, don't say that about your friend. <laughs> but later, I mean, it's clear, like, the episode, they do, they, like, care about each other so much. There's something, like, they... Oh, yeah. Start back it's very sweet. Um, Another Pinky moment. Uh, her, she, she serves. She's, she's giving the... She's giving. She serves. Um, Yeah, I think this is I don't know what she's giving. She's giving. Go through... She's giving. This is a good time to go through sort of all of our uh, 
all of our notes and uh, just mm-hmm. a couple of thoughts that we uh, didn't get a chance to cover. Uh, mm-hmm. My favorite and one of your favorites is um, when Pinkie Pie tells Fluttershy, <laughs> like, don't worry, Aunt Pinkie... I don't remember what she says. Like, she's got it under control or something. I've got taken goes, care of. Fluttershy's like, I'm a year older than you. <laughs> just like, to, like, to it's, no one. Yeah, it's... Like, Pinkie has fully than... walked away at that point. Yeah, it's so dry and delivery, too. It, it gets me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go through Ticketmaster real fast just to say some uh, various asides that I thought. Oh, just through the other episodes. Oh, oh just random yeah. closing yeah, thoughts just, that just we some, couldn't rope in. Yeah, just some closing notes. Uh, some stuff that I wrote down that I thought was funny. Like, uh, tasty vittles is a funny phrase. Hey, hey, like the word vittles. That's a good word. I like the word vittles. Um... Fluttershy humming the My Little Pony theme. That's sort of a sort of a recurring thing because yeah, Spike, Spike is, does it too. Uh, humming it in uh, Griffin the Brush Off. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Actually, what? Heck, we we might even want to edit this back when I was talking about Gilda. Uh, I just remembered a note mm-hmm. that I want to talk about too. Yeah, go for it. Looking further into Gilda, just as a character, apparently, uh, sometime in 2012, uh, Lauren Faust said that like Gilda's like general meanness towards the ponies as a whole was, quote-unquote, an intentional reflection of how Faust thought that people had a contempt for little girls' toys. Okay, that makes sense. And I thought that that was a really interesting aside that kind of made me, like, think about Gilda in a different way. It's like, huh. Yeah, it's, like, kind of showing... It's, like, she says it a couple times where she's like, this is the kind of goofball stuff you guys like. It's so lame. And so that makes yeah. a lot of sense, yeah. Really, really rude and, like, overbearing to something that's maybe a little, like, more feminine or kind or gentle, you know? Um, and I never mm-hmm. even looked at it that way, and I thought that was a really interesting note and aside about Gilda, personally, so. Yeah. I think I it know. gives uh, some pretty good insight into how she's written, for sure. But hey, um, little secret, little spoiler secret, I can't remember if you got this far, but this isn't actually the last we hear of Gilda. Yeah, I did remember that. It's a long did, time. It's a long ways away, but it's it's. I did know we'll that we do get Gilda back eventually. So that's and actually, nice. I really like her reintroduction. That's good. So, that's good. I'm glad. Maybe Gilda will one day redeem herself. Who knows? Friendship could be magic. Maybe it's could possible. Be. Allegedly, uh, but <laughs> allegedly, let, let, back to assorted notes. Carry on. Uh. The only other one is that uh, I think that the Ponyville po- Ponyville mayor is kind of a milf. I uh... look, listeners, she, listeners, it's... I want. I so were hoping we wouldn't go here. We wouldn't cover In this. In my notes, yeah, didn't wanna... scrolling through, I literally have typed out Echo Mayor Milf Complex. And I was like, oh, phew, we didn't talk about it. Here we are. You're like, don't let, in your notes, you're like, don't let Echo <laughs> don't talk about the let... mayor mill. Don't what? let her do <sighs> it. Okay, explain to me. Talk, talk about the mayor. I'm listening. Okay. Uh, okay, uh, let me uh, look her up real fast so that I can uh, get sort of my thoughts. Uh, her name is Describe mayor, how she, yeah, Mayor Mayor, which is, hey, that's cute. M- mayor Mayor, yeah, it's very cute. She has, uh, she's... Uh, describe to the chat how she, to the chat, <laughs> to, to the listeners like, how, the, how she looks. Kind of a light brown, and, uh, she's older, so she has, like, graying, uh, almost white tail and mane. And she has these big glasses and a funny little, like, collar. She doesn't actually have, like, a, like, a clothes, just, like, a collar with, like, a big, like, floofy plume in the front. 
Uh, Honestly, that's like that's one of my favorite uh, tropes of uh, of pony characters is the one accessory, like a hat, a bow tie, a bow. Like mm-hmm. it's just, I, I love that. It, it gives them a lot yeah. of characters by one article of clothing. Oh, and she's yeah, also uh, she's also uh, voiced by uh, Kathy uh, Westluck, who also voices Spike. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I like her a lot, and she has a very <laughs> distinguished older lady voice. I like her. Yeah, I like her too. I think she's fun. Why? She's fun. Go on. Are we are we doing this? Are we gonna have no. this be a bit? I can be. I, don't I can know. do this. I can do this bit. Um, I don't know. She's just kind of a baddie. <laughs> Mayor Mayor is a baddie? Mayor, I, that is going to be the tagline of this episode. Mayor Mayor is a baddie. Mayor Mayor is a baddie. She doesn't even do that much this episode. No, she, she does like... She does it. She, she's in <laughs> Apple Buck season and all she does is go, we have to evacuate. There's a stampede coming and that's it. And then I went, uh, as we no, were watching, she, I went, hey, she also, kinda... <laughs> and I was oh, like, she gave her yeah? like the trophy she, or yeah, whatever. She, yeah. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna every time she shows up now in the future, I'm like, here we go. Yeah. Get ready for Mayor Mayor Count where I every single time she shows up on screen, I'm like, oh, she? I have like a it um I have like a it has been this many days since our last Mayor Mayor yeah. incident. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Um I don't have anything else. Uh oh have I have one else? more thing. Yeah, just one, one more, more thing. thing? Uh, Pinky sneaks in one last prank in Griffin the Brush Off that I think is super cute. Uh, oh, so yeah. they write their they write their letter to Celestia, and Celestia gets uh she gets some ink and a quill in the mail in the, in the magic mail magic mailbox in the magic mail magic mailbox <laughs> and starts writing and it's disappearing ink from Pinky that that rapscallion prank the princess classic and celestia loves it celestia's oh a she's like oh, oh yeah she's, she's like so she's funny. like giggling about it like oh that that little that little pony and i'm like that's just cute i like i like that yeah. not only is uh does you know the, the god of the sun have a little sense of humor and likes a little prank from time mm-hmm. to time uh and it's like oh i know who i know exactly who did this you know it's just it's, yeah it's oh cute. absolutely and that's just how the episode ends and i like that that's, that's the best that's part of the remembers. episode it's for the me pink, honestly. it's the pink one <laughs> pink one someone she remembers so yeah those are those three episodes um all in all pretty mid yeah pretty mid my mid pretty mid episodes lauren thanks for these um (laughs) no i I think they were okay as like character development moments um they're fine they they got some laughs out of me yeah griffin the brush off and apple book season are kind of honestly Ticketmaster is the strongest of the three that's what surprised me because that's the one yeah that's the one i was like least looking forward to rewatch because it's like oh boy they're all gonna fight about the ticket you know like but it is yeah. but it does genuinely give uh more insight into you know everybody's like motivations everybody's character it's uh it's more of a story than the other two which are kind of like very the other two being just such muddy morals yeah i don't know i don't know i like Ticketmaster the most out of the three i i'm given i'm given Ticketmaster a solid c Apple Buck season and Griffin the Brush Off get C minus. Yeah, I'm thinking. I I think I agree pretty much. I uh, I will. I think I would like Apple Buck season more. It was just a little shorter, but it just we yeah, get it. Yeah, it drags. We get it. She's tired. She won't get help. She needs to get help. Like 
If it was like, I think it'd be really solid as a short. I because I I love me some Applejack, and there's some funny moments, but it just goes on for too long. Yeah, hopefully, uh, next episode with uh, Applejack is a little less like that. <laughs> I can't remember which one's next, so we'll find out. Me neither. We will find out next time on Friendship is Content. On Friendship is Content, the next episodes we are going to review. Let me pull up my notes. I was wondering, Arby, is the next episode going to be its own? Because here's the thing, we both, there's a character in the next episode that we both really like. So the next episode of Friendship is Content is going to cover three episodes. Oh, God, uh, we because are. The, okay. other two, the other two are boring. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, we have to put them somewhere. It's fine. The other two are boring. Uh, we're going to start out with a bang next episode with Boastbusters, the introduction of Trixie. And then we are doing Dragonshy and Look Before You Sleep, both of which are just kind of mediocre episodes. Uh, but I, I get to talk about yeah. Trixie. Boy, howdy. I'm going to have some research for next episode. Get ready for a long one. Strap <laughs> get in. Get ready for Trixie. We love her. Get ready for Trixie, everybody. Trixie is my favorite horse. <laughs> I project, I project onto Trixie a lot. Um, hey, can I, can I say a secret? Yeah, what's up? You project onto a whole lot of them, bud. Damn. That's okay. This kid's show, this kid's show, this kid's show really got me. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Well, hey, thank you so much for listening, everypony. It means the world to us that you, uh, you, you shared your time with us to take a listen. Yeah, it's been fun. It's always fun to have a little chat with you guys. Uh, as always, our intro and outro song is the 10-year anniversary of No Matter What by Violet Pony, with additional vocals by Silver Stripe and Nami. Uh, and next episode, we actually mention Violet Pony because it's an episode about Trixie, and we don't mention that our intro and outro song <laughs> is No Matter What because yeah, uh, <laughs> some of these, some of this is being recorded after the fact and spliced yeah, we... in. Yeah, we had no idea we wanted our intro and outro to be, and we spent a lot of time looking, uh, thinking, and then we're like, oh, crap. Uh, we both really like Violet's music, and mm-hmm. she is letting us, as far as we know. <laughs> yeah, her website says that, uh, you know, it's free as long as we credit her, and I wanted to make sure that we credited not only her, but also the two amazing vocalists on the song. Um, and, uh, yeah, we decided after we had recorded that episode that this was going to be our intro and outro. And, uh, so here we are. Just wanted to... Don't worry about <laughs> let it. Let you know ahead of time. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> if you'd like to follow us, we have a Twitter account at FIM is content. That is friendship is magic is content. Uh, and linked in the bio are our individual Twitters. Uh, mine is Umles Arts, O-O-M-L-E-S, uh, for me, Emily, and Raz Pony for Echo. R-A-Z-Z-P-O-N-Y. Yeah, my little pony Razzmatazz. Uh, super great having you guys. Um, and we'll Until see you time. all in the next fantastic episode. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs>